My husband tells me you're in sharks. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, yes, I, I never heard it quite put that way, but uh, yes, I am. I love sharks. You love sharks. Yeah, I love them. I love them. When I was 12 years old, my father got me this boat, and I went fishing off of Cape Cod, and I hooked a scup, and as I was reeling it in, I hooked a four-and-a-half-foot baby thresher shark who proceeded to eat my boat. <laughs> he ate my uh, oar hooks and uh, my seat cushions. He turned an inboard into an outboard, scared me to death, <laughs> and I swam back to shore. And when I was on the beach, I turned around, and I actually saw my boat being taken apart, and ever since then, I, yes, I have been studying sharks, and that's why I know that uh, I'm going to go to the Institute tomorrow and tell them that you still have a shark problem here. Why do you have to tell him that? Sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that you told me the shark was caught. And I, I heard it on the news. I heard it on the cave station. They caught a shark, not the shark. Not the shark that killed Chrissy Watkins. And probably not the shark that killed the little boy. Which I wanted to prove today by cutting the shark open. But you, you know, you want to let that breathe for nothing. You know, uh, you're going to be the only rational man left on this island after I leave tomorrow. Where are you going? Uh, I am going on the Aurora. The Aurora? What is that? It's a floating asylum for uh, shark uh, <laughs> fanatics. Uh, pure research, 18 months at sea. Martin hates boats. Martin hates water. Martin, Martin sits in his car when we go on the ferry to the mainland. I guess it's a childhood thing. It's... Uh, there's a clinical name for it, isn't there? A... Drowning. Listen, is it true that most people get attacked by sharks in three feet of water, about ten feet from the beach? Yeah. And that, and that before people started to swim for recreation, I mean, before sharks knew what they were missing, that a lot of these attacks weren't reported. That's right. Now, this shark that, that, that swims alone... Rogue. What's it called? Rogue. 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 This guy, he, he keeps swimming around in a place where the feeding is good until the food supply is gone, right? It's called territoriality. It's just theory that I happen to agree with. Then why don't we have one more drink and go down and cut that shark open? Martin? Can you do that? I can do anything. I'm the chief of police. Dearest mother, I had hoped to hear back from you now, but the postman has left me both empty-handed and empty-hearted. I hope it wasn't my talk about Uncle Theodore. If I had spoken out of school, I humbly apologize. Speaking of schools, don't let him near any if he asks. It would be bad for just about anybody involved. Though, from what I gather... Schools may not be filled with children this time next month. Probably safer that way. Anyway, today marks my third day of this made-up adventure of a lifetime. I say that, but honestly, I'm the only muttonhead silly enough to take up such a foolhardy task. That being said, this motion picture I've been watching has been simply marvelous. 
And much like in real life, the governmental leadership in this movie is represented by a dumb dumb man. He really should have closed the beaches sooner to help flatten the curve of people being eaten. I fear I am getting too bogged down in the minutiae of things. After all, it's just a movie and nothing like this could ever happen in real life, could it? Please pass along my love and admiration for Father. I pray you are getting these letters and that you are actually reading them and they're not just left unread in the corner of our home, like those letters I used to send during my time at school. You are reading them, right? You are getting them. Maybe someone is stealing them. Maybe the postman isn't doing his godforsaken job. I may have to have a few crosswords with him on the morrow, after I watch Jaws again. Enough jibber-jabber from me. I hope to hear from you soon, or at all. Would be nice. Anyway, gotta go. I have lots of important and meaningful things to do today. Until tomorrow, with love. Your son, Michael, August 3rd, 2020. Joggist, it is Joggist, where I will be watching Jaws each day. Podcast, got a podcast, but I'm not quite sure what I will say. The choice of this time I give you pause, cause it has nothing to do with Jaws. Joggist, it is Joggist, where every day I will watch Jaws and talk about Jaws. It helps if you like Jaws. Today, there will be no drinking Narragansett, because some states in this country still find it to be illegal to drink and drive. And Massachusetts just happens to be one of those 50 states that has 
such a law. So, here I am, driving sober for you, and for the law, and for the love of Joggist. So, I'm backing up, slowly backing up, because I'm a very good driver in my very fast Kia, a boopity boo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Joggist 3rd, 2020. Today might be a little shorter episode because it's all being done on the run, mobile, in a car, as I go pick up a uh, dinner, a cuisine dinner. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term fine dining, but um, there's a little place, a little place that I'm going to pick up some fine dining food. You can get fine things like pasta, salad, breadsticks. Uh, if you're listening overseas, um, the Olive Garden is the finest in all dining. If you are uh, in the United States, you know that I'm lying to you. But that's what I'm doing. I'm going to pick up some dinner tonight to celebrate um Something that's happening tomorrow. I'm not going to talk about it any more than that. Look, I'm already wasting too much time. It is Jaws third, and I already watched Jaws today. I watched it this morning. I'm talking like it was like six thirty. I put it on before work. Watched it with my breakfast, and just chilled. And three times watching it, you know what I've learned? This is a perfect movie, and. Maybe at day 18, I'll be be like, I can't believe I've watched this movie again. But three times in three days, and I am still all in on this movie, looking for little nuances and little things. And today I want to talk mostly about Chief Brody and how he just seems like the most selfless guy. Like, he seems genuinely happy for the people that live around him. Uh, he seems genuinely ha- uh, happy with his family. He wants to protect them. Uh, and just a few examples. You know, of course he wanted to close everything down. He doesn't care about the business. He cares about the people. The the business owners, all they care about is the bottom line. Mayor Murray, all he, Mayor Larry, the guy's name is Murray, all he cares about is his money. And if there's not money, then there's a chance he won't get reelected. But... Brody only cares about the people. Um, little things. Roy Scheider is so good in this movie. In these little, little moments. Um, yes, everyone loves the moment where he's with Sean and he's he's like frustrated and Sean's like miming him. And then he kind of notices and he does these little things and they have a little moment together. But one of my favorite moments with his kids is when Michael is with his friends and they're bringing the boat into the water. And... He um, goes over and he's like, hey, Mike, come on. He goes, Why don't you, can you do me a favor and bring the boat into the pool, into the pond? And he's like, ponds is for old ladies. And uh, he's like, I know it's for old ladies, but why don't you do it for the old man? And it was just so, I was like, oh, such a good dad, such a good dad. Uh, meanwhile, Ellen's like, I've got Sean. And he's like, okay, cool. And then you see Sean running off by himself, chasing after Michael with the boat. I'm like, I'm sorry, Ellen, do you have Sean? I don't think you do. Um Another thing, when he meets 
uh, Hooper for the first time. The smile on his face is like, oh, I'm Brody, I'm Brody. Like, he's so happy for uh, to meet Hooper because he feels like he's finally going to get someone on his side to help him out. Uh, and then there's a moment where um, they, they think they caught the fish. They think they caught the shark. You know, they caught that tiger shark. It's a tiger shark. A what? Tiger shark. Um, and... He's all excited. Like, everyone's excited. He sees it. He has this, like, this just elation where he is, like, congratulating everybody, shaking hands like they just had a new baby. Um, he's, he's looking for the mayor. He's like, Larry, Larry. He's chasing him down like, okay, this person wants to cross in front of me. Ain't happening. I'm trying to jump out in front of them. Here I go. Wee. Um, he's, like, all excited about... about um, the you know the fact that they caught this shark, and just so happy posing with them. He is like, oh, everything's safe, everyone's safe, thank God. And then um, Hooper's like, you know, it's a hundred to one, it's a hundred to one, Martin, a hundred to one. And he's like, Ooh, well, it might be the only way to do it. He was he's willing to do it because he needs to know. It was just you could see like the the um, the smile was taken from him. He was. It was, um, what, how do I say it? Like, the joy was taken away from him. You could just see, like, the, what he got to enjoy for five seconds was gone um, because he, Hooper brought reality to him. And it's like, look, maybe it is him, but we got to figure it out. And he wants to know. He wants to know for sure because he cares about these people. Also, how happy was he when he tied that knot? He was like, hey! And, uh, those are just the little things um that are great about uh, Mr. Martin Brody and makes him the most selfless uh, character. Uh, you know, I said yesterday that he's the us. He's the everyman. He's the guy who is not, has, is not prepared with sharks, doesn't know anything about sharks. But um, after this happens, um, he does his best to learn so much about sharks. We see him... Uh, reading books about sharks when Ellen comes up and scares him. We see him reading books about sharks when guys are trying to use their holiday roast to, to catch a shark. Then later, he's talking to Hooper. He's like, um, he's asking him about the rogue shark. He's asking, asking him about, you know, is it true that sharks, um, most shark attacks happen in three feet of water, ten feet from the shore? He's like, yep. And is it true that, you know, before people were swimming for recreation, a lot of these things weren't even reported? He's like, yep. So that showed me that He's, he's like, you know, he's, de he's depressed about what's happening, but he is, um, he's doing his best to learn everything he can about sharks, reading and, and getting these facts. And he's like, he's like obsessing himself with, with learning everything he can about sharks because he has a shark problem and he has a people problem. He doesn't give a shit about the business. He doesn't give a shit about the summer dollars. He's like, look, maybe we can save August. But Trump is, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I said that. Uh, but um, but uh, Vaughn is like, August, August, we need to open now. I, I was waiting for, for Vaughn to say, we can't let the solution be worse than the problem. I was waiting for that. Um, I'm here at Olive Garden. So I have one other thing that I'd like to talk about, about um, Brody's selfless, selflessness. Um and just genuine goodness in him. Um, the, and I'm going to do that after I go in and get the Olive Garden. 
I'll be right back after this commercial message. Now on DVD and video, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Jaws, the Anniversary Collector's Edition. Now digitally remastered with over 75 minutes of exclusive bonus footage. You're going to need a bigger boat. The Jaws Anniversary Collector's Edition. On DVD or two-volume VHS. It's Jack Stone, and we're shark hunting here at Universal Studios, where it looks like a great night for the great white. You guys scared? Hey, Mambo, Mambo Italiano, oh, Babu, oh, my car smells like an Italian bistro. You know, if an Italian bistro smells anything like Olive Garden, I have no idea. And I don't even know, is it called the bistro? I don't know. Anyway, folks, now that we're back, I would like to talk about um, not the most selfless thing he did, but to me just shows that he's a stand-up guy and well you know and then the more I think about this I'm like wait a second I'll, I'll talk about both sides the wait a second part my first thought is um, Mrs. Kintner did not um, she should be upset okay but she slapped the wrong person she should have slapped the mayor she should have slapped Larry Vaughn everybody knows that okay she just learned that a girl died there last week was killed and you knew and yet the beaches were open, and now my boy is dead. Um, yeah, he knew. He tried. Uh, and guess what? It wasn't enough. Um, they only kept the beaches closed for 24 hours. And actually, no, wait. Wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. That was 24 hours. That was after Alex was died. That was after she put the bounty up. See, the... Um, don't even get me started with that. I'll, I'll get there about after the, the, the shark, after the little shark is caught. But the reason the um, beaches were open was not because of Martin Brody. It was because of Mayor Vaughn. That's why the beaches were open. Okay? It's like you don't want to make a crazy panic. And yet Brody took the slap right across the face, took everything that he said, and just took it. Now... He's not a weasel. A weasel would say, ma'am, it wasn't me. I tried to close the beaches. The mayor wouldn't let me. A weasel would, would be like, uh, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It was me. It wasn't me. I tried. He just stood there as a man, took the slap, because in a way, I was going to say, first of all, oh, there was a speed bump and I missed it. Jesus Christ. Because in a way, um, yes, you know, he is the good person, but the other side of it is he really does feel responsible. Um, Hooper says, you didn't deserve that. He goes, uh, he's like, you know, she didn't, she wasn't, she shouldn't have done that. You didn't deserve that. He's like, yes, I did. He, um, or it's something like that, you know, that he's like, whatever it was, he didn't agree that he didn't deserve it. 
that's probably because he is a good person. But yet, now my what's the other side? He didn't put up enough of a fight. He didn't put up enough of a stink. He he went with the medical observer. Uh, um, he was like, "You'll stand by this." The medical examiner is, and the mayor's like, "I'll stand by this." Okay, like he kind of that is the one mistake I think he made was you'll stand by this, you'll stand by this. He tried after um after everything happened and that food is loud. After everything that happened with um with Kit Kittner and getting the beaches open, you know, and seeing the the, the, the you know going out with uh, Hooper, he tried to get the mayor to keep the beach closed because they found that shark tooth. Um but all the, he he did the best he could then. He didn't do the best he could with um, with after Chrissy died before Alex was killed because he would have he would have stuck up more. But it was quote unquote his first summer with them. He's like, what's that supposed to mean? You know, it's like he didn't. It's like almost like look, you're newer in here. You don't know how things work around here. Uh, and then I think later he was like, screw this, I can do what I want. I'm the chief of police. Um, but actually, it still, it still didn't work because they, they kept the beaches open and, you know, then everything happened in the pond. Um, last thing I want to say is some of my favorite moments uh, in film are the, the Roy Scheider on the beach before Alex gets killed. Him just looking off, not, you know, very tense. Um, and Spielberg does this thing where he uses people to walk by kind of as wipes, you know, like to edit. A person walks by, all of a sudden we're closer to, Hooper, to, to Brody. Another person walks by, we're closer to Brody. They use these wipe edits, um, like, you know, where you see one side of the screen come and take over and, like, take over the other side of the screen. Um, but he uses people walking by as, like, the way to do that, which I love. And then, of course, my favorite shot in probably cinema history is the, the pan zoom, whatever. I think that's what it's called, where how you do it is... You physically move the camera, I believe it's, you, whatever you do is the opposite. So I think you physically move the camera at the person while you're zooming out. Or you physically move the camera away while you're zooming in. I'm not exactly sure how to do it, what the thing is. But that, I think it's called the, the pan zoom, um, right? Not the tilt zoom. I don't know. I, I did only one year in film school. Um, but that's kind of how you get that effect right in the camera. Like there's no special effects. There's no digital anything. That is done right in the camera. Um, which is pretty pretty rad and my favorite shot of all time. And still, to this day, you know, you could say what you want about the shark. At this point, it looks real. At this point, it looks fake. That shark, what you kind of see and what you don't see of him uh, killing Alex Hitner is still, to me, one of the most frightening things ever because you kind of see the weird fin. Like, you don't see much, but you just see this kid freaking out and blood squirting. And, uh, yeah, amazing. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Brody and uh, how great he is. How selfishly selfless he is! How he is the hero! He is all of us. We are the hero. We are Brody. Um, and that's it, man. That's all I want to say today. Um, I'm in my driveway. I'm pulling up to my driveway, and I'm about to go have some dinner. So, very excited about that. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. Joggist has been quite a success so far, as far as the fact that I've been doing it. But I know you're out there. I've been seeing some tweets, so I really appreciate it. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fans.experts.com. The Facebook page is fans.experts. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for much, so much for subscribing. Um, until tomorrow, my friends, um, you're not going to know uh, what's 
coming at you until it comes up and bites you in the ass. I, I, I totally screwed that. Maybe five more viewings, I'll get that quote right. Or he's, he's, I'm not going to stay here and, and listen to a guy who's in line to be a hot lunch. These quotes, they're not even, they're, they're Hooper quotes. And I'm talking about Brody today. Um, Brody, you could say, get the car, not far from the yard. All right, now I'm done. Ooh, there's a giant bee outside. Be, pray for me that I don't get stung going into the house. Uh, and until tomorrow, my friends, enjoy Joggis 3rd. Stay safe in the waters. And here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time. And I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. Please listen to this episode. Fans not experts.